over 100 people out searching the area last night, walking both sides of the creek bank. In Carroll County, police are set to regroup and restart the search for two missing girls. Together, okay? That way we cover more property, quicker time. 21, copper, five. We have found uh, two bodies. We are investigating this as, as a crime scene. We suspect foul play. State police and the FBI have been on the scene now for several hours. A number of units and teams have been here trying to gather information. Bodies are uh, been positive identified as Abigail J. Williams, 13, of the Delphi area, and Liberty Rose Lynn German, 14, of the Delphi area. This is considered a double homicide investigation. The two girls discovered in the woods, authorities asking for your help tonight. Their last Snapchat and the image of a man authorities would like to talk to. And they now have enough evidence to call him the prime suspect. We do have some new information for you today. Liberty has a presence of mind. She's trying to hold the video down. But there's enough there that somebody could recognize this person of yours. more than 11,000 tips come in to our command center. Somebody knows something. Somebody has to know this person, recognize that voice. It's not easy. Uh, a lot of people are putting out of work for this, and we're hoping that um, the tip's there, and we're going to find it. What's up, kings and queens? How's everyone doing? Welcome back to Bad Habits Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for being here and supporting the channel and supporting the show. I hope everybody's staying safe. It seems like um, the pandemic's almost over. That's the way it's looking. So stay safe still. Definitely wear your mask if you can. I still do. You know, so, you know, always be be safe, you know. Uh, first things first, as of always, if you hear any yelling, screaming, or breaking, that is my one-year-old daughter, Luna. She likes to be part of the shows with me, and when I don't include her, she gets a little upset, and especially when I do them when she's asleep, she gets really, really upset. And right now, she's sleeping in the other room behind me with Mama. Uh, Kara wanted me to apologize that she couldn't be on the show today, so I definitely want to apologize on her behalf. She just hasn't been feeling well the past couple days, and she's trying to get some get some rest so to my new subscribers thank you guys so much for subscribing to the channel and showing support i love you guys i i truly love my subscribers and my supporters and i don't think you guys realize how much i do love you um it it really makes me so excited that you guys take time out of your day to subscribe to the channel and watch the channel you know and watch the shows the episodes and everything so Thank you guys so much. You guys can also check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple. Uh, what else we got? I miss a one. I miss. Oh, Twitter. You can also check that out too. Um, I also wrote down some questions that I I had a couple DMs on Twitter. So I'll also at the end of the you know episode I'll also be doing some Q and A's that I had on from my Twitter account. But the links are below. If they're not below, that means I just couldn't figure it out. I am, to my subscribers that want the Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt, I'm trying to do that next weekend. I'm trying to work out bills and everything first, but hopefully next weekend I will be able to order the Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirts. 
If you would like to support and help me financial wise on uh, financially on getting the shirts and future investigations, I created a GoFundMe account so you can check that out in the link below. That one I was definitely able to figure out right. <laughs> Excuse me. But if you don't, it's still cool. I'm still ordering them anyway. But, you know, it's just for future investigations, T-shirts, and other things we got going on, of course, uh, in the future uh, that I don't want to talk about just of yet. But I got some excited stuff coming. I'm really excited. First thing I do want to say, I am actually, if if you guys know the TV, A&E TV series, um, 60 Days In, uh, I reached out to one of the participants from season five. Uh, his name was Mark, uh, or his name is Mark, and he was in the show. He was on the show, and he did a really good job. And I reached out to him because you know I'm a fan of his. I watch watch it on Netflix, and I was like, look, you know, I have this channel. You know, I, I really would like you to come on the show. You know, I do a, you know true crime stuff and. Stuff like that. I also do some work ethic, try to do inspiration, stuff like that. And I didn't think in a million years he would reply back. I was like, there's no way this guy's going to reply back. He responded about four or five days later saying he would be honored. It would be his pleasure. He would love to do it. So in the next few weeks, we're going we're gonna to be in some talks on when to set that up. So definitely check it out when it does happen. He also has a YouTube channel called uh, Awkward Fist Pump Production. So definitely subscribe to his channel. It's actually pretty funny and pretty good. So definitely give him some support. But I am really, really excited about that. I really am. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I actually never done an interview on the channel yet. Uh, I do have some people that I am talking to that will come over and do the channel, do the episodes with me and everything. But, you know, to actually, in my eyes, Mark is a celebrity. You know, he was on 60 Days In and he did a good job on 60 Days In. So in my eyes, he's a star. So I can't, I really can't wait. I'm excited. So... I don't know the official date yet, but it will for sure be after the 20th. It will for sure be after the 20th. So I will let you guys know when that does happen. But, you know, so far it seems like it's, it's. I, I would like to say it's official, but we haven't done it yet. So when we do it, that's when I'll say it's official. Oh, and back to, before I forget, the Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirts. If you would like to get one for your baby, I also get them in toddler size. This right here is Luna's. You know, check her out. Check out a little Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt. And it says on the back, it says Princess Luna. It says Daddy's Girl. It says I'm the boss, not Mommy. Uh, Mama's my favorite. And uh, subscribe to Bad Habits <laughs> Kingdom. So this is her little Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt. They all got the crown in the middle with the Bad Habits Kingdom. So... Check it out. If you would like to get one for your baby, I do get them for babies too. <laughs> Even though this isn't a baby t uh, show. But so, guys, we've been doing a lot of work the past week or so. I mean, a lot, lot of, you know, searching, researching. Uh, for different different cases, you know, of course, there's a lot of unsolved missing per missing persons. There's a lot of unsolved murders, a lot of unsolved, a lot of unsolved crimes. And I, I'm, I'm keeping my word, you know, I'm doing the Delphi's every week. <clears throat> I'm trying to get three to five videos a week 
and I wasn't able to get the three this week so far. This is my one, but the week's not over until Sunday, so I have two days to pretty much one day to get two more videos, <laughs> but I am going to be going over it. Now, <clears throat> I did get a lot of questions on my Twitter account. I guess what's been going on is other YouTubers have been kind of bad-mouthing other YouTubers about the case and saying they shouldn't do it and shouldn't say this and shouldn't say that, and they asked what I thought about it. You know, um, I did see the video they were talking about. I don't want to say the guy's channel on here. Older guy, former cop. And I agree with them. You know, I liked his I like his channel. I'm actually subscribed to his channel. It's called uh I don't know if I, I should say his name. I don't I don't know if I'll get in trouble. I don't want him pissed at me, definitely. But I did watch it and I totally agree what he's saying. I really do. You know, one thing I I now here's the thing. I have named names on my episodes, but it's all sp- you know, opinions and names they've already named before. I'm not saying this is the guy and this is why. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just stating my opinion. Like when I talk about uh, Ron, what was his name? Oh my gosh, I was just talking about him. Ron, I can't think of his name. You know, when I get, when I start my videos, I always get like, you know, blank spots in my brain. And then I would have to start the whole video over, and I'm not gonna do that. But his, the girl's property, the girl's bodies were found right on the borderline of his property, right on his property. You know, Ron Logan, I believe that was his name, Ron Logan. And all I said was how they looked alike. And I zoomed in on his picture and on the bridge guy and what it looked like. You know, all I said is they look alike. You know, I'm not saying that's him. You know, and there's so many. So many people that think it's so many different people, you know, you, you don't know, you know, but I do respect, uh, that man's channel. Uh, like I said, I'm a fan of it and I understand where he's coming from. And I don't think he was talking about my channel per se. I, I think he was talking about some other channels and, but other YouTubers, if they badmouth other people's channels, even if they're badmouthing mine, I'm going to respect their opinion. You know, hey, that's your opinion. You don't like my channel. You don't like what I talk about. You know, okay. You know, I'm not going to, you know, bad mouth them back or start a little battle on YouTube or anything like that. One, they have more subscribers, more supporters, so they definitely know what they're doing. And two, they know more about the case than I do, especially, um, you know, I got to give a hands down to True Crime Investigates. You know, uh, I did watch a few of his videos and basically he was telling, basically saying, you know, people shouldn't be talking about the case at all if they don't know anything about it. And, you know, there's things I agree with him about. There's things I don't agree with him about. But, you know, I'm a fan of him, too. You know, and he was basically saying to everybody, don't do it. But, you know, I like his channel. Um, you know, I know he does a lot of a lot of investigations, not just Delphi, but I know he's big into Delphi. And... He did say on the channel that on the one of the episodes is that there's things that he knows about the case, about the Delphi murders that he would never expose and that he knows that, you know, not what happened, but he knows a lot of detail and I don't doubt him. 
you know, uh, I think one of the people that messaged me on Twitter, they kind of wanted me to badmouth them and like kind of get some controversy going. But I don't think he was talking about my channel either, you know, and if he was, like I said, that's his opinion, too. That's not going to change. That's not going to change what I'm doing. You know, I'm here for my subscribers. My subscribers support me. And that's all I care about is their opinions. That's why I respond back to my subscribers comments. You know, I'm not going to comment and talk to, you know, about their channel. That's their thing, their business. And I respect what they're doing, you know. So, but I agree, you know, on a lot of what they say, you know, don't, don't just watch what you say is pretty much what they were saying. That's pretty much what they were saying. And I don't think any of them were talking about my episode per se. Now, I will say there is, oh, sorry about that. Um, there is a investigator or I don't know if he's an investigator but a YouTuber he's got like 50 60,000 subscribers and he was bad mouthing pretty much everybody's channel when it comes to any kind of investigations when it comes to any kind of true crime now he's got 50 60,000 subscribers so that's a lot of subscribers he has a lot of support behind him he does where people call in and everything like that and I used to actually watch his show but then somebody called in and they were talking about the Delphi case and he was they were the girl was pretty like you know what'd you think about this guy and what do you think about this show this is where i heard it from and he was pretty much like all those shows are stupid only mine is right that's pretty much what he was saying all those are wrong only listen to me i think people are stupid to listen to other people other videos besides mine now that's not cool you know, I definitely don't agree with him. And I actually stopped watching him. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm a type of person that we should be working together. We should be giving each other ideas and stuff like that. Not bad-mouthing each other. Not saying things like that. You know, I'm not ever going to tell my subscribers, don't go watch that. Don't go do that. You know? And the girl on the phone was like, oh, I won't. I won't. You know, and it's like, you know, that's... That's not cool, you know, when you're bad-mouthing like that. He was basically calling her dumb for going and watching another video about Delphi. And I was actually watching uh, an interview with Kelsey German, and she was basically saying the family wants, you know, people to talk about it on Facebook to keep the case going, YouTube, Instagram. It's to keep the case going, you know, it's to keep it fresh, it's to keep the pressure on it so we don't you know let it lighten up to don't give up on this case you know let's keep it let's keep it fresh let's keep it going this is just to help the families have some peace have some closure you know it's it shouldn't matter to what anyone says now if the family disagrees with it that's something totally different you know and i'm not going to talk about this much more and if you do message me on twitter or on my email you know, I'm I'm not going to talk about this topic anymore or comment on it. But when it comes to other subscribers working on the Delphi case, I look at it like, hey, they're just trying to help. That's all they're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not going to badmouth other YouTubers, even if they badmouthed me. You know, even if they were meaning it was my channel, I'm not going to badmouth them back. That's just not what I'm going to do. You know, I'm a, that's their opinion. I'm going to respect their opinion. You know, that's not going to change how I feel about them. You know, I don't know them. 
And like I said, the older gentleman that did the video was telling YouTubers, be careful what you say. Don't be naming names because the judge might have the guilty man right next to him. And he can go for free. He's a cop. He definitely knows 10 times more than me. I'm going to respect what he's saying, you know. Um, but like I said, when I name names and everything, they're names that have pretty much already been cleared, you know, uh, except for Chadwell. I know I've talked about Chadwell, but like I said, you know, I'm not going to comment on that right now. Um, I'm looking more into him. Kara's definitely looking into him. And I'm actually trying to work with this private investigator. And he he and I are talking right now. And he's looking into it a little bit. So once I get feedback from him, just to see, I just asked him, you look, just take a look at this. Tell me what you think. You know, I we, we just want to help. That's all we want to do. You know, we... We want to get this solved. We want to bring the family some closure. That's all it's about is the families. You know, let's let's all work together here. Let's just help them out. Okay, so for those of you that don't know much about the Delphi murders, which, you know, most people do, of course. So basically, we're going to go back from the start, you know, go over what we went over before, add a little things in, you know, not say certain things, stuff like that. But here, here's the layout of it, okay? February 13, 2017, Abby and Libby were, you know, best friends growing up. I'm not going to say their last names. They were best friends, and they wanted, it was a snow day at school, so they wanted to go out and take some pictures, go hiking, and doing what people do. You know, kids do, I mean. They wanted to go out and have some fun. And here's the thing is, I said I shouldn't have even said that's what kids do because it seems like nowadays kids don't even do that. I, I can't even remember the last time I seen a kid on rollerblades. When I was a kid growing up, there was, you know, we had a little rollerblading crew. <laughs> I mean, I swear, you know, I was only like 10 years old, 12 years old, but I thought I was in that movie Brink. On the Disney Channel. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world to have rollerblades, you know. But I don't see that anymore. I don't see kids outside playing. And we, we would have football teams when I was a kid. We would have full games going. The girls in the playground. Basketball over here. Baseball over there. Football right here. I mean, we were always outside. Halloween, hundreds of kids. Hundreds. You just don't see that anymore. You don't see it anywhere. I mean, I, I, I literally have four trick-or-treaters, you know, just don't see it ever. So I don't know, but they wanted to go hiking, take some pictures, have some fun, you know? So Libby asked her older sister, Kelsey, if she would give her a ride. First, Kelsey told her no, because she had plans with her boyfriend, uh, before she had to go to work. And then I guess after thinking about it, you know, she said, Hey, I'll give you a ride if you have a way home. You know, and then come to find out, you know, she asked her dad. Her dad says she'll pick her up. So Kelsey German drops the girls off at about 1.35 p.m. The last known photo was the picture where Libby took of Abby. And it was posted at 2.07 p.m. That was the last piece of evidence of the girls, last known event of the girls being alive. No more contact after that. Now, I have talked a lot about the audio. The audio where it shows, of course, BG walking on the bridge towards the girls. Now, we went over the audio before, and you probably heard it a million times. But what I have been told and what I have heard. Now, I have been trying to reach out to the police to 
confirm this, but I did was not I was unsuccessful, I'll just say that. But it turns out that there was of course there's more on the recording. But I, and like I said, this is just speculation. I don't know if this is true. This is something that I was told and what I've researched. On the audio, the girls said to each other, is the guy still following us? Okay, now I said, now in the last video I did, I wasn't sure when the BG made his presence known. When they finally first saw him. Was it at the beginning of the trail? Now, that was my first thought. I thought, hey, right when they got dropped off, kind of right when they started, they saw him in the bushes or walking, you know, standing there watching them or something. They kept going, and then he starts, you know, disappears for a minute, and then finally, you know, when the girls cross the bridge, that's when he makes his appearance know and starts walking towards them. That was my first thought is what happened then honestly what i did <clears throat> i need to get something to drink man my throat's dry i started wondering well maybe the girls didn't see him until after they crossed the bridge and or maybe they passed him on the bridge maybe he was on the other side of the bridge not at the start part but on the other side you know and then they passed him then he goes halfway, make sure there's nobody under the bridge, make sure there's no one around because I, right there, apparently, I don't know this, is a clear view almost where you would definitely know if someone's around. That makes sense to me. Now, like I said, I'm not 100% on this. And then he turns around and starts walking towards the girls. That's when the girls, uh, Libby knows this ain't right, takes out her cell phone and starts recording him. And I was thinking about that a lot. I was like, you know, maybe I don't think she would have gotten that freaked out just right there just by him passing them and then turning around but then again that is kind of creepy you know especially two young girls out there in the middle of nowhere this guy just looks kind of creepy he's out here in the middle of nowhere pretty much by himself and I mean maybe he says something to him to creep him out on the bridge or you know you never know. we don't know like I said this is pure just speculation but then I was like, hmm, you know, I don't know. And then, of course, I saw some of my subscribers' comments, and they were saying that they think he passed them, too. So I'm like, maybe he did. I'm, uh, I'm really wondering if he was on the other side of the bridge. I mean, guys, give me one second. I need to get something from my throat. I'm so sorry. It'll only be 30 seconds. My freaking throat is so dry. Sorry, guys. My throat just keeps drying up. <clears throat> okay. So then I really started thinking that. I, like, I was like, you know, pretty sure that, you know, was really focused on that. But then I was doing the research and I was like, you know, I just don't know if that would creep her out enough. I mean, I, I don't know. Because my main reason is, why did she record him? 
Something had to have happened. Something had to have freaked her out so bad to where she's going to record this man. Now, come to find out, the girls were into investigation stuff. They were into true crime, watching TV shows and stuff like that. So, definitely she was on alert about it. She was like, whoa, this guy is not, not okay. Man, I don't know what's doing. <sighs> to make her start recording. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. But we don't know, you know, and, and that's what really bothers me. Something had to have happened. So then I went back to my first theory and I was like, you know what? Maybe I think they really had to have seen him before they crossed the bridge. Maybe he may, you know, he was trying to be sneaky and, you know, walking a you know, distance behind him. Maybe like they saw him at first just standing somewhere in the inside the woods by trees and then they then he started following them because that would really creep you out if you're out in the middle of the nowhere even though it's a trail you know and it's a well-known trail people go out there all the time they hike but you see somebody out in the middle of nowhere no one else around out by trees and stuff standing there looking at you staring at you you keep going on about your business keep doing the trail Talking to your friend. And then a few minutes later, you turn around and he's walking towards you. Even though he might be a ways away. You're going to start getting worried. Red flags are going to be coming up. You're going to start looking around. You know, like, hmm. This is weird. Then they keep going. They keep going. You know, he's getting a little closer, maybe. Then that's when the girls say, hey, you, is this guy still following us? You know, now from what I've been told, I don't know 100% for sure, but the trail's not real long. I heard it took about 10 to 12 minutes from A to B. So I don't know if that's true again. I got to do more research on that. I should have done that before this video, so I do apologize. And then when they cross the bridge, he's really close now. She knows something's wrong. She's freaked out. She pulls out her phone, starts recording his ass. It's possible. It really is. You know, it made me think that would creep you out. That would creep you out to the fact that the guy's following you. He was staring at you. He, was, he wasn't walking or anything until you passed him. Then he started walking behind you. That's when you start thinking. That's when you start thinking. You know, because I was trying to figure out what made her to start recording him. She had to have been freaked out really bad just to do that. Like I said, people freak us out and gives us goosebumps and creep us out and weirdness stuff. But we don't pull out our phone and start recording them until we know something's not right. Until we know something is wrong. And most people don't even do that. Most people would have never thought to pull out your phone and start recording him. That's why Libby German is a freaking hero. I was going to say that before, but I'm trying to watch my language. That is why she knew the only way 
best way she can help, just in case if anything happens, was record him. She did the only thing she could do. Now, of course, you're wondering, well, why didn't they call the police or family or anything like that? I don't know if there's signal out there. I'm not sure. Like I said, I do not know the area. I do not know anyone in the area. I actually do know a coworker who just moved out in and outside the area. And I will be, uh, that's uh, a future investigation, future down the road. I will be trying to go out there. And that's one of the GoFundMe things. But I'll talk about that some other time. But... I don't know. I think. I don't know. Okay. So we're going to go back. Okay. So. Where was I? Okay. So the last known photo was posted by Libby taking a photo of Abby. And it was posted on her Snapchat at 2.07 p.m. On February, 6th, February 13th, 2017. That was the last known you know, any kind of contact of the girls again. You know, a few hours later, three or not even a few hours later, about an hour later, if that, you know, no, I'm sorry. Yes, a little over an hour later at 3.15 p.m., uh, Libby's dad was there to pick her up. No response. Texting, calling, nothing. They were supposed to meet at a certain point, and he doesn't, you know, there's no response. So he starts walking on the trail and he actually runs into somebody and says, hey, have you seen the girls? And they told him no. And from what I've been told, it is somebody that he knew and trusted. Like I said, Delphi is a very small town. Everybody knows everybody or at least seen everybody before. It's kind of like when I lived in Pahrump. Pahrump is a really small town, very small town. If you're from Pahrump, like my cousins and stuff are, you're going to know pretty much everybody or at least seen them a couple times. You know, there's not, it's it's just going to happen at the store, at, you know, driving something. You know, he asked the girls if they see, you know, he asked the person if they seen them. They told him no. Apparently, he asked a woman, too. I don't know if that's true. Or someone asked a woman if they seen the girls. And they said no, but there are people under the bridge or by the bridge. And, you know, it turns out it was not Abby or Libby. So it really didn't matter. And, of course, you know, he goes, does his walks, yelling, still trying to reach on the phone, no response, nothing. At this point, Kelsey, Libby's older sister, was at her boyfriend's house. Now, she had to go to work around 4.30 p.m., I believe it was, and her family tried calling her, and at first, she did not answer the phone. She didn't respond or anything like that, and then they were blowing her phone up, and she even stated that that's when she knew something was seriously wrong. And then her grandmother asked her, have you seen the girls? So she then panics. Then finally, the entire family, they go down there. They're looking for him. They're screaming for him. You know, at this point, I don't think they even expected foul play. I think one of the girls, you know, they went too far on the trail and got hurt or they just got lost or something. And they were just, you know, wasn't able to call for help or anything because they were hurt. <clears throat> then they contact the police. You know, later, you know, about another hour later, I think it was around 6 p.m. or 5 p.m., 5.30 or 6 p.m. <clears throat> they end up contacting the police. The police arrive and they don't expect foul play either at first. They think the girls are out exploring or they actually thought that they ran away. Remind you, they're 13 or 14 years old. That is what bothers me so much is the cops automatically assume that people run away when they disappear. That drives me insane. It happens all the time. You know, oh, they 
probably don't want to be found. Your wife disappeared, she probably left you. She probably doesn't want to be found. Your kid's 10 years old, he ran away. 13 or 14, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Why would the girls run away? <laughs> that's, that's the thing that pisses me off is why cops think that. But they still do the search. Apparently, they were taking it seriously. But at first, they didn't expect that. You know, they weren't, you know, assuming the worst. They call off the search about midnight, you know, due to safety and hazards and stuff like that. And that is what drives me up the wall. Knowing they were out there all night. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'll cut this part out of the video. I remember. Ah. Oh. They end up calling off the search, and the next, they start early the next morning looking for the girls. Kelsey, that night, though, before, I'm sorry, I'm going too fast. Before the next morning, that night when the girls disappeared, they actually were interrogating Libby's older sister, Kelsey, because she was the last person to see the girls alive. I mean, I... The police are professionals. They definitely do things for a reason. I get it. You know, so I'm not going to judge on why they did that. And, it, you know, I guess it makes sense she was the last one to see them alive. But it's like, come on, man. You know, she, come on. You know, you can ask her a couple questions, but, I mean, you shouldn't be interrogating her. But they were interrogating her more than anyone that night because she was the last one to see the girls alive. I don't know if people knew that. They were interrogating her sister. <laughs> That's insane to me. But you know what? They're the professionals. They got it. They got. They're just trying to find the girls. So totally get it. You know, maybe they thought the girls were away and she knew where they were. You know, they do things for a reason and they're good at it. So, but they were interrogating Kelsey that night, and she was a little. I think she was more hurt than anything you know it's her sister she loved her very much and before she took her to the bridge she made sure she had a ride home that both girls were able to get home before she dropped them off i know damn well i don't I, nobody thinks that they just drop them off they don't think i'll drop you off if i know you can get home safely especially your sister who's only you know not much older than you That's a good, good sister right there. She knew that she able was able to have a ride home. And that's what you wouldn't expect foul play so fast. From 115, or from 135 to uh, 315, everything changed. For those families, for that town. That whole town suffered. But we're going to keep going. 
So, let me get in the drink. So the next morning, they started getting on the search. Come to find out, uh, Kelsey was also part of the search party. Here's what I was wondering, though. When I was doing my research on things, the people that do the murders, they like to help on the case. They like to be part of the search party. They like to be part of the press conferences, the volunteer you know, thing, you know, the volunteer, like, headquarters where they say all the missing people signs up and, you know, everything like that. They like to, they like to help out on the case more than the average person. I don't know why, but when I was doing research, it's very, very much possible that the person that did this crime definitely helped out on the search party or you know something definitely was helping out been to the press conference just like the golden state killer the golden state killer went to the pre- one of the press conferences that was about him why the police were looking for him he actually went to the press conference for some reason killers like to go to the press conferences they like to go and help i don't know why i couldn't even begin to guess but they like to help for some reason. I was wondering that. I was like, you know, wonder if he was part of the search party. I mean, the video of the man on the bridge isn't up there yet. So he would have no reason to think that anyone was looking for him. He didn't even know about that video anyway. He would have taken the phone or broke it if he knew about it. I'm assuming. Kelsey was also, like I said, she was part of the party. And she was actually one of the ones that got to go across the bridge. That must have been really hard for her. You know, they had separate parties, search parties. One's going across the bridge to look on one side. One's staying on, or, you know, not one, two teams. There was multiple, many, many search parties, searchers out there. But, you know, she was part of the group that did go across the bridge. And... What she remembered is she was underneath looking at the bridge, under the bridge area, looking for clues, yelling for him. And somebody came running up saying, yelling, they found a shoe. And she was able to identify the shoe right when she saw it because she dropped the girls off. She knew what they were wearing. She knew the shoes. And when she saw the shoe, she knew right away. She, I think, probably knew right away something was seriously wrong. Moments later, that's when the girls were discovered. They were discovered on a borderline of a property owner, Ron Logan. Uh, Ron Logan's property, who is actually being cleared from the investigation. So let me make that clear. Ron Logan was cleared of this investigation. I'm not saying that he's a suspect. I'm not saying he's involved. I'm saying that the police. Cleared him. From this investigation. Now I know in the last video. I was talking about him. Saying how he looks like the guy on the bridge. And he does. Apparently I wasn't the only one to think that. 
but that doesn't make him the guy. So I just wanted to make that very clear. Okay. He was cleared from the police. Okay. But then the police keep zip quiet about it. They don't want to give any kind of information just in case they have to go to trial. They don't want to say how the girls died. One, for false confessions. And like I said, because if they have to go to trial, they want the evidence. I mean, and that's what I was saying about Doug Carter. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. I think Doug Carter heard the entire thing on the phone. I think that when Libby hit record on that, hit record while she was recording the man walking on the bridge towards him. When he got close enough, she put the phone in her pocket while it was still recording. And then heard everything 